Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Realities of Real Estate. This is the third hashtag true story, and this is the time that I got kind of like weirdly stalked or hit on by um, a weird lead that I got. So um, another kind of creepy story, but also, you know, nothing super bad happened, came out alive. So it's all good. But anyway, hope you guys enjoy this one. I've actually been in this industry since I was 15. You do not need to get your license to become an investor. I cringe every time I hear the word estimate. So it's just you don't typically picture a 40 or 50 year old woman listening to like rap music. And I think 99% of realtors are gonna agree with me on that one. Doing stuff outside your comfort zone, sometimes it really pays off. Pays off. So this was also um, a lead that I had gotten and you just get all sorts of calls, all sorts of leads and, you know, and I've gotten a lot of investor leads. Um, a lot of investors will just be like, hey, like I want to see this like $60,000 house or whatever and I want to flip houses and all this other stuff. And that's, which that's great and stuff. Um, and I've worked with and closed on several deals with investors, but um Sometimes they're a little bit full of it. And here's usually one of the first signs of how you can tell if someone's, you know, kind of doesn't know what they're doing. If they say that they have a group or a friend or they've been to some sort of class where someone has promised them um, tons of cash and money and all they have to do is go and find the house and they'll buy and do the rest for you. Usually that's a scam and that's not real. Um, and I've gotten several leads and calls like that. And every single time it ends up being completely like not serious, completely like just nothing ever comes of it because whoever actually contacts you doesn't actually have the cash themselves and they're relying on someone else to have that equity and supply the cash for them but then that other person usually doesn't end up supplying the cash <laughs> or you know it was just a you know all a made-up story in the first place but you know I was just I was still kind of new when I got this lead. So I was really just going for anything and everything at this time. But there are certain areas of Tulsa that are a little bit rougher. Um, and this guy specifically um, was wanting to look in one of those rougher areas of Tulsa. And I mean, it's not like super bad or anything there's just just like with any city you know there's the suburbs there's the downtowns and then there's kind of like the the rougher parts or whatever so but he I've never ever 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 except for him had a client or someone specifically request to shop in this area of Tulsa like it's not typically somewhere where people like like to go um that people request to go or want to and even though houses there seriously do go for like 20 or 30,000 um it's because they're in a very bad spot they have bars on the windows and doors and their AC units are in like metal cages that are attached to the ground because they get stolen all the time. Um, 
very, very just not super desirable, like not a place that most people even want to invest in because right now um, you you wouldn't be able to resell it for a whole lot. So it was it was definitely strange. And it was one of the first times I had shown houses in that area. But I was seriously just like motivated, just hungry for anything. So I decided to go ahead and do it. He sounded normal over the phone. He sounded normal when texting and stuff. So, um, I met up with him and I, uh, we had, I think four or five different houses to see that day or that night, whenever it was, it was, I remember it being kind of an afternoon and I'm, I'm waiting at this first one and I'm kind of just nervous. Like, I just don't like being, you know, a single woman <laughs> in a car in this area parked. And I don't know, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be in and out and it's a male that's going to be meeting me. So it should be fine. Pulls up and um, I can tell it, it was like he had a lift sticker on his car. So I knew he was like kind of like a little taxi or Lyft or Uber driver. So I was like, oh, that's interesting or whatever. Because um, I know he had specifically told me over the phone that he did something else. So I was like, oh, he must he must work two jobs or something. So I was like, hmm. But um, we go into the first one and the house is absolutely atrocious it I mean oh I walk in and I'm like scared to like look around because the floor is trashed um there's dead rats there's broken beer and liquor bottles there's needles there's like poop and pee stains everywhere it smells like someone has just like someone has maybe died. <laughs> There's tons and tons of just trash and junk everywhere. You can barely like walk around. Bugs. I mean, literally, I've seen some disgusting houses and that definitely was one of the top places. I mean, I was scared to look around. Like I did not, I, I kind of stood in the entryway and I just let him do his thing. Um, so he's looking and he's just kind of making conversation or whatever and he's kind of like poking fun at the fact that like he can tell like I'm nervous or that I'm scared or like that I just really don't want to you know look around too much and so I was just like you know okay I mean he, he was pretty quick he was in and out and he was kind of joking he's like oh I should have brought my knife and then I could protect you next time and I was like mm -hmm. yeah I guess <laughs> And so while we're um, out seeing these different houses and stuff, he tells me that he needs to run home real quick. Um, he lives right around here. It's not too far. He needs to run home real quick because he needs to go like either change or go to the bathroom or I forgot what the reasoning was, but I do remember it was kind of like, this is unusual, but I guess if you just live around the corner and, you know, you don't want to go in one of these you know, straight up trap houses or something, I could kind of see that. So, you know, at the time I was just kind of like thinking it's probably nothing. <sighs> the more I look back on this, the more I'm just like, wow, I was very naive and I was very lucky that nothing like seriously bad happened. But he told me to like follow him to his house and then we could just go and see the other, um, 
the other houses after that. So sure enough, you know, we, we go to his house, I follow him and I just get this sinking feeling in my stomach. I'm just like, something's not right. Something's not right. Something's not right. And I pull up and he's like, he had told me that he's like renting out this house with someone else. And it's kind of like a bigger house. It, I mean, it wasn't like huge or anything, but it was definitely like not just like for one person necessarily. And I think I did see like another car in the driveway. So I was like, okay, like, you know, maybe he's telling the truth, but he goes in and, you know, as he's walking into his house, he kind of looks back at me. He was almost expecting me to like come with him. Um, but I definitely knew that was above and beyond like that. No, no way. So I was like, I locked the doors and I sat in my car and I pretended like I didn't see that. And he comes out about five, 10 minutes later and we go and see the rest of the houses. And then finally we arrive at the last house of the day. And it it's it looks really rough, like just like the, all the other houses, the weeds are overgrown. I'm, you know, looking for a key box, but there's not a box or like a code entry at the front of the house like there usually is and all the other ones. And the sign that the listing agent had put out is bent and broken. And usually, I mean, like all listing agents will put out a sign in the front yard, have a key box on the front porch, but like the sign was all broken and kind of like you could tell was like torn out. And I mean, the house looked like it had been broken into. So I'm going all around the house in the backyard looking for some sort of way in, worried about getting freaking ticks or some crap on my legs. And um, I'm trying to contact the listing agent and um, I can't get a hold of him. So this guy, he's just like, well, you know, I don't mind waiting for a little bit to see if he answers. I'm just like, really, dude? Like, do you really want to see this stuff? Like, it's really not impressive. It's nothing that we haven't already seen today, but whatever. Um, and he's like, there's actually like a nice Italian restaurant that... Um, my church um, showed me the other day. It's kind of around here or whatever. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting hungry. Do you, do you want to maybe go to dinner while we're waiting? I was like, oh, no, sorry. Like, you know, I have other appointments tonight. I, you know, I have to get going after this. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's fine. And he's like, well, what about some other night? I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I, I have a boyfriend. I, you know, don't really think he'd appreciate that. And, you know, I just like to keep client relationships professional and, you know, and he's like, oh, I didn't see any ring on your finger. And I, well, I'm like, well, I'm just dating him right now. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm not married, but, <laughs> and um, I just kind of laugh it off. I'm like, whatever. This agent calls back and he's kind of like, oh, well, guess the key box got stolen again. And I was just like, again, really? Wow. Okay. Um, doesn't really look like an impressive house anyway. So I'm just like, oh, sorry. Can't see it anymore. And he's just like, oh, that's fine. You know, we'll, we'll meet up again next time. We'll see some more later. And I just remember him just like making like all throughout the day while we were seeing these houses, like I remember him just making like these weird, you know, comments towards me, just kind of like trying to flirt with me a little bit. But that was the first time he had like straight up like 
kind of asked me out and I remember he like put on tons and tons of cologne. Um, usually like I put on lots of perfume. I just like smelling good. And I kind of have like a mini collection slash obsession with perfume, but he like really put on the cologne. Like I could just tell like afterwards, the more I thought about it, the more I was just like, he knew what he was doing and this feels weird. So, I mean, he sends me some more houses Um, later on, like we text back and forth and I continue to send him some like investment properties, but I'm a little bit nervous and I don't like straight up show him again because I'm, I'm really like nervous about like what his intentions are. And, um, I, he would specifically say, I want houses that are in terrible, terrible condition. I want, like, I don't care if there's holes in the roof that's fine. I literally want the worst of the worst. And I'm just thinking, first off, like who says that? And second off, every investor that I've ever worked with, they aren't afraid of work. I mean, that's why they're investors. But to say that they want straight up holes in the roof and want like the worst of the worst, like that doesn't really sound like someone who is looking for like a profitable place to, you know, flip or rent out. And that's what he said. He was like, you know, I want to rent out to, um, I want to rent out to students and everything. I just felt really uncomfortable and just really weirded out by this. He would keep sending me addresses and I would try to kind of avoid texting him and because I, I just I just kept getting weird and weird vibes. And sure enough, he um, adds me on Facebook. He finds me and I don't I delete the friend request. I, 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 I click like no and delete. Um, and I'm kind of just like looking through his profile and it's just very, very strange. And I remember a conversation that we had like he had told me that he wasn't originally from like the Tulsa area. Like he was from a little ways away, but he had just gotten divorced recently and stuff. And I definitely didn't ask him about that. He just kind of offered that up. Um, and so I was just lucky like looking through his stuff and he just posted kind of like weird, really weird things. So, you know, of course I wasn't like going to let him like stalk me or whatever. So I delete his friend request and then he requests again and he starts messaging me houses on Facebook Messenger, almost like a weird manipulative way of saying like, I know you're on Facebook. I know you've seen my friend request and like, I'm going to like force you to <laughs> almost acknowledge like adding me or something. Because I think like with Facebook, if you don't add someone as a friend, like you can't see all of their pictures or something like that. So, but I, oh, it was just really weird. Um, then finally, like, you know, I had gotten a business partner at the time and he hadn't reached out for a little while, but he kind of, I thought maybe finally got, you know, some hints and stuff, but then he would, you know, hit me back up. He would say, you know, I wanted to see if you're interested in being our agent for our flip deals, like in my little investment group. And, I was like, well, like for when you purchase them or when you go to sell them. And he's like, mainly selling right now, but just eventually, you know, but eventually both. And 
And I was just like, okay, well, what houses do you guys have to sell right now? He's like, well, it won't be for a month. We'll hopefully be in repairs this week. I have a Tuesday meeting with other investors. He's like, if you're interested, I'll keep you in mind and stuff. I want to buy like two or three houses a month. And I was like, well, sounds good. Just let me know when you're ready. A month later, he sends me like this other property. And I'm just like, are you wanting to see it? And he would say things like, yes, like I'm I'm highly motivated and would send like a wink face with that. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, like this isn't cool anymore. And I had partnered up with like a male realtor at the time and I was kind of like sending weird vibe guys like for him to show and he was totally like understanding and okay with that and so I was like you know I looked it up and it's vacant um the soonest we could get to you would be four and I made sure to say we I said would that time work and he's like yes I said, okay, my business partner will be there to show you at four. And I made sure and said, like, my business partner at the time's name. And he's like, what? Since when do realtors have business partners? I'm like, he's another realtor that is on my team. He said, oh, well, okay, okay. I just want to see the house. I don't care who gets the commission. I'll see him at four. Give him my number. I'm like, well, he's part of my team, so we both do. It's just like realtors working together whenever I can't show houses you know, he shows for me and he's on his way there now. I'm stuck showing in Zapulpa. They said, LOL, you gave him the wrong address. And I'm calling my business partner and I'm just like, okay, he's telling me that you have like the wrong address. He's like, no, I went to the address that was listed and with the sign out in the front and the proper one, but like he actually went to the wrong address and was like confused about it and stuff. So he was the one in the wrong. I guess he just said that it was me or something for like his weird ego issues. (laughs) And I was like, okay. So I I sent him another text. I was like, Hey, is such and such is, isn't this the address you sent me, like, is this not the one that you had sent me? He's like, he ended up on Quincy somehow and blamed you. That's all I know. And he sent that, like, two days later. Actually, no, three days later. So not only was he lying, but he took, like, three days to respond to the address question. And he completely was trying to manipulate and, like, been this weird story of like my business partner messed up and was lying and was blaming me (laughs) and like he had to you know stew on that for three days and then send that text and I just didn't respond and he you know had tried to add me on you know Facebook again and stuff but I always just kept deleting it And I think he kind of got the hint after that, but that completely just showed me like the fact that he got pissed off because my male business partner was going to show him instead of me. Like that showed me a ton um, about like what the motivations really were, even though I already kind of had a feeling about it from the get go and stuff. I completely... was so creeped out and my business partner said you could tell he was very not happy to see me like he was extremely ticked off that I wasn't a female (laughs) like he treated him different treated him poorly like 
completely was rude, like, you know, wasn't serious at all. And he's like, definitely, you can tell something weird was going on. Something that I kind of took away or learned from like that situation was, you know, I get like there's there's being hungry and there's hustling and there's working hard, but don't ever like be desperate to the point or just, you know, ignore the red flags because you want the sale so bad or like you want something to just work out. And it's not necessarily that like that's what I was doing. I think it was more of just like I on that true crime podcast that I listen to, Crime Junkie, they, they kind of say it best. It's they they kind of explain how a lot of people think this will never happen to me. Like bad things don't happen in this town. Bad things don't happen to me. I'm not the person who gets murdered or kidnapped or, you know, goes missing. Like bad things don't happen here. And I think like I kind of had that mentality of just, you know, everyone's trustworthy. Everyone's who they say they are. Everyone, is um has good intentions everyone is when they call about a house they actually want to see a house because why else would they waste time why else would they waste my time why else would they want to go see you know trap houses up in rough areas if they weren't like actually wanting to invest and flip in them but i mean maybe he was wanting to see those specific houses because he knew they were abandoned and you know, if something happened, it would be harder to, to to see, to find, to easier to hide, easier to cover up, um, because of the state, because of the area, because of the fact that maybe there weren't as much police around. I have no idea. Um, maybe he truly did have intentions on investing, but the fact that he got mad about my male business partner going to show him instead of me showed me that he completely was just wanting to waste my time and to, you know, hit on me or do whatever. Like he obviously didn't care about the house. So, but yeah, never, never just, um, ignore the gut feelings that you get. If something feels off, if someone is saying something that is not the norm, there's usually a a reason if you get a gut feeling, there's usually a reason. And if something just doesn't sit right with you, there's usually a reason. And don't ignore that. And don't ever be so invested or so, you know, hungry that you're just willing to to literally put yourself in a dangerous situation. Like, luckily, nothing ever happened. And like I said, looking back, I'm probably really, really lucky that that didn't go completely wrong but definitely every time I get a weird vibe from a phone call or a guy now I I hang up and stay away so ladies and even men (laughs) and even men if um you get weird phone calls weird vibes from people stay away be safe um you'd rather be safe than sorry so well I hope you guys enjoyed that one definitely creepy but if you guys liked it please rate and review and subscribe and let me know what you thought and like I said last time if there's anything that you guys are wanting to specifically hear about um let me know you can find me at instagram at underscore reagan lee and that's r-a-e-g-a-n-l-e-e And you can tell me, hey, you know, I want to hear more about this. I want to know about that. 
and I'll do my best to respond to those and make episodes about what you guys want to hear about. So thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.